This episode of Opinionated contains sensitive content that some may find triggering or distressing. If you or anybody that you know is suffering from any of the issues mentioned in this episode, please reach out to the following services. White Ribbon, 1-800-RESPECT, Lifeline on 13 11 14, Men's Referral Service on 1-300-766-491, Men's Line Australia or the Kids Helpline. Or the DMs of our Instagram. Please remember that you are not, you do not have to put up with anything that is mentioned in this podcast. And if you do need help, please reach out. Hello and welcome to Opinionated, the podcast for opinionated people by opinionated people. As always, I am Amy Williamson and I'm joined by the wonderful, extra, extravagant Stephen Trajanovsky. And we're joined by the live studio audience. I hope we can hear her because she just went into her kitchen. And I am fuming. Mega, mega fucking fuming. Um, well, I'm fuming. Before you get into why you're fuming, are you carrying around a clutch with you? No, darling, it's an O-case. <laughs> what's an O-case? It's, an, it's occasional. It's an occasional case. That's, but what's it a case for? It could be anything. You could put a computer in there. I can, I'm putting, what do I have in there? Cigarettes. Yeah. You, you, you've got a man bag, your Kel. I'm With huge man bag collection. I'm okay, so Stephen, you are fuming. You I'm, have a bee in your bonnet. Have I had the biggest bee in my bonnet this week? Because Instagram has blocked me. <laughs> I am no longer to, allowed to post. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer allowed to comment or like or do anything. There was all these like weird, if you guys saw on that podcast um, Instagram, there were all these photos that just had no captions or anything. Mm-hmm. And I had to send Stephen a message being like, because he, he's like, cra- it's like crack to him. He can't stop posting memes. And I had to be like, Stephen, you either A, stop posting mm-hmm. or B, start sending me captions. Because I wasn't blocked because I'm not a fucking menace. I, I don't, I'm not even that bad. But Instagram apparently thinks so. And they mm-hmm. blocked me for the entire week. But I'm back. You're back. And you're I'm back. back. As of today, I'm back. So you, how long were you back? You're back for a week. I was and banned it was for a week. just because you were being a menace. Look. If people on the block want to be assholes, I'm going to tell them that they're an asshole. And if that means I'm getting blocked on Instagram, so be it. But maybe this is why I'm blocked by half the cast on RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, I'm also Are you really? Do you just like troll people? Well, I wouldn't say... Look, you can... I, some would call it trolling. Mm-hmm. I think it's um, giving people advice. Oh, you're one of them. <laughs> if anybody tried to give me advice... I'm not a troll. I'm just... I don't know. I just care. I care. You care? I care a lot. You care much. a lot to tell people what they're doing wrong with their lives. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Babe, why are you fuming? Um, am I? I thought you had a bee in your bonnet. <gasps> oh, I did have a bee in my bonnet. Where's the bee, but where's um, the bee, bitch? This bee is probably not going to be um, exciting to you. But I, during the week, which anyone who follows me on Instagram knows, I did this ridiculous assignment and it took my whole life. Anywho, I'm one of those people that I choose something that I, I choose, like, because you get options, obviously, of what you can do each assignment on. And I always choose the one that I'm interested in the most. I don't go, oh, which one's going to be the easiest? So I chose the World uh, Para Athletic Championships. I tried to find information on para-athletes 
Not a single piece of, of information is out there in the world. The coverage that they get is ridiculous. It was There was a section that was like about the games and it literally was just like, the games are in beautiful Dubai. We're all Muslims. Blah, blah, blah. I guess you can't find much information on para-athletes, but I'm sure you can get more information on athletes getting para. Am I right? No? <laughs> uh, no? No? <laughs> <laughs> no? I really? Well, you could. You no, know, you could. But yeah. this is what I mean. And I always look at these people and I'm like, it is literally harder to be an athlete and then have a disability than it is for just like a regular athlete, but yet nobody ever talks about the para-athletes. Why are they not getting enough media coverage? Why are we not respecting them enough? And I'm very worked up about this. Jermaine went to her, her um, year 10 formal with a disabled guy. Remember Did that? She? Yeah, guy with a wheelchair. It was amazing. Well, it's like when I watched that, um, oh, what was that movie? Is it Me Before You? And she's like with that quadriplegic guy. It's beautiful. I went through a phase of like wanting somebody in like a chair. After really? I watched that movie. Yeah. That's very progressive. Because I was like, I was like, oh, like I suppose a lot of people wouldn't like, they'd be like, oh no, you're, oh, I can't be bothered with that. And I was like, you know what? Maybe that's what the kind of guy oh, I should be going for. Cause I have a lot of patience. I care about people. I could definitely date a guy in a chair. You're an amazing person. I could pick him up out of bed. I'm quite strong. My body strength's good. Yeah. I'm in a chair. I'm in a lazy boy, but <laughs> I'm still, it's still a chair. <laughs> Let's go tell. Apart from that, how was your week? Um, I'm exhausted. I'm um, exhausted. I took a nap before you came here. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've just, yeah, it's just been a lot of work and mm-hmm. I'm excited for this weekend. Yes, it's Halloween. Mm-hmm. Hello, Queen. Um, this is like gay Christmas, I guess, Halloween. Yeah. There, are, I think there's two types of gays as well on Halloween. There's the guys who sort of, I don't know, get a bit slutty and where, I don't know, they go as... Peter Hitchener, but they wear underwear and a tie. Mm-hmm. And then there's the people that go as the cast of Wicked. Well, the- and um, I'm the cast of Wicked. <laughs> yeah. My th- issue with Halloween is the <laughs> girls who will wear underwear and trickle a bit of fake blood down their lip and be like, no, it's Oh, my scary. God. If I see one more, Victoria's Secret Angel. That's not actually – people actually dressing up as that. Yes, all last weekend. Because Halloween falls in the middle of this week. It's yep. actually going to be on the day that this podcast mm-hmm. airs. Um, and so last weekend we were graced by – People dressing up as, I don't know if we're great. Offensive things, yeah. Offensive things. And then this coming weekend, we're getting involved. Yeah. And guys, I can't wait for you to see our outfits. Mm-hmm. Cannot Real wait. Real treat for you all. It is. Trick or treat, only treat. Anyway, Stephen, um, I think we've got some opinions, so let's get into what's our opinion. Let's do it. We bring you all that's trending in lifestyle, arts, entertainment and technology. The library is open. I don't read people. Of course you don't, Tyra, because you're Christian. How do you know what's good for me? That's my opinion! Belgium's most decorated Paralympian, Marky Verrout. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the name? I've just butchered that. (laughs) What is the name? Verrout. Okay, how would you pronounce this? V-E-R-V-O-O-R-T. Verrout. Verrout? Verrout. Verrout. Um, ended her life through euthanasia on Tuesday, the 22nd of October. Viverut, 40, won gold in women's 100-meter T52 and silver in the 200-meter race at the 2012 Paralympics and claimed two further medals at Rio 2016. Good on her. Now I feel really bad that we just, like, there was really bad timing for us to laugh. 
Um, anyways, so she has been, she has been nominated for Paralympic um, Athlete of the Year twice. She's also received the Victor Beyond 2014 National Trophy. Um, so basically, in Belgium, in 2008, they legalized euthanasia. That's nice. I'm pro euthanasia. I'm going to put it out there right now. Mm-hmm. I am. I'm see. I'm gonna like. I feel like it's. I, I am, but I don't like the idea of somebody giving someone the injection. Does that make sense? I mm. would be more for it if like doctors pulled it, like they drew the syringe, handed it to them, and said, "You inject yourself." I just physically couldn't inject somebody. Does that make sense? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like I am for euthanasia, mm-hmm. but give it, give them the means to do it themselves. True. I just not believe, saying, like, I'm my not, body, my choice. Yeah. And when I'm it comes to the time. So pro-choice in every single way. Yeah, when it comes um, to time, I'm just going to sit back and say, you know what, I've had a fabulous life and now it's time to go. Yeah, but I feel like if you handed somebody a pill that would instantly kill them or give them this syringe so they can inject it into that little tubey thing. Yeah. Fine, but, I mean, then you do run the risk of them stuffing it up and being like, I mean, what... It, Oh, I'm alive. In this case, being paralyzed wouldn't really make much I'm of a gonna difference. I'm going to sue you because they're alive. I guess if they're dead, they can't really sue. Hey? Yeah, exactly. Um, so basically, speaking out about it, there's been like a lot of mixed opinions about this. Um, so she did make – she's been very vocal in the fact that she was very pro-euthanasia. Mm-hmm. Um, so she said that I think there will be few suicides when every country has a law of euthanasia. I hope everybody sees that this is not murder, but it makes people live longer. I don't get it. Makes you live long. It kills you. No, it, like it makes her live longer because she knows that, it, like, eventually she's going to have that option. Does that make sense? I thought she already died. Yeah. So she spoke out before this. Oh, she so said she, this a she while had ago. Planned, yeah. So this has been like in the works. But you can't just walk into a doctor's and go, "Hey, I want to kill. I want. I want to be euthanized. Euthanized." Um, yeah, they, that's the right word. They yeah. can't, they, you can't just do that. They have to make sure. So she's been consulting with three different doctors for over a year for them to finally give her the clearance okay. and say that, um, you know, yes, yeah, she can. Um, so basically she was born with a um, incurable degenerative spinal disease and she said that she explained her decision to sign euthanasia was due to unbearable pain um, from this. Like she couldn't sleep. She was pretty much just, she said some days are better than others. She said some days you would, I would just sit there and scream because of the amount of pain and then some days I was good. So she kept pushing back the day of her death knowing it could like come at any time. That's what she means. So she was like, it makes people live longer because she knew that at any time she could end her life. So she kept pushing it back and she just kept saying, you know, I was pain-free one minute and the next I was in excruciating pain. And um, she, so she was like very like have to live day by day. And so she became this sort of inspiration over there for people that are living in incurable pain. Like would you – would if you were – just say if you were in excruciating pain, would you want to go out or would you be like mm. – No, I'd go out. You yeah, reckon? I'd go out. Yeah, absolutely. I'm a quitter. I quit everything. Oz <laughs> <laughs> kicks, quit that. Cricket, quit. See, I don't feel – Karate, quit that. See, I don't really feel like – um, like I, I would quit because have you ever had an endone and a glass of red wine? <laughs> that that is the ability to fix anything. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, I'm I'm not being insensitive in saying that having an endone and a glass of wine is going to fix a degenerative spinal disease. But it will give you hope. But I it will think. give you hope, right? And it will give you a nice night. So you quit. So did you play cricket? Uh, I think I did one day. I got the show back that I fucked off. I think if no, that was Oz kick. Both done. You- <laughs> Both. I also did karate. 
Um, I also did piano. You also did Johnny Young Talent School. That was good. That was great. And I'm proud of that. The Johnny Young Talent School. Do you know, and do you know what, how I always remember that? So every, pretty much every single year we'd do a talent quest at school. Yeah. And every routine that we did, it would always end the same way. Me doing Stephen the doing splits. the splits. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I could do the splits. And I think it's because like people are like boys, like they can't do that. Yeah. Does your like, junk not hit the ground? Yeah, you... but it's fine. Like it hits people's chins too. No, don't, no, don't edit that out. <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> oh, that is staying. <laughs> No, yeah, it did, but I, it wasn't really about the junk. It was more about the legs. What's the worst injury you've ever had? I'm lucky. Touch wood. Touch my African tea. Mm. I've never broken a bone. Ever? Ever. Oh, God, right. I've, like, sprained a foot, fractured this, fractured that, but I've never broken a bone. Well, I mean, I'm incredibly... um. You've broken every bone in your body. I'm just a really... You're- Accident prone person. You're very brittle. Do you remember when I um I broke my arm in grade five? And it's like the dumbest story ever. And it's, it's like one of those things that I was like, oh, I do not feel cool telling this story. So I put my essentially I put my chair on top of a on top of a table, sat on the chair, and then to my friends went, mm, I'm the king of the castle and you're the dirty rascal. <laughs> and then the chair fell backwards and I put my hand out and I broke it. <laughs> on Borat, what he said to the I am the king, king of the ca- king of the castle, king of the castle. And he sits in his chair. I can't remember. You've never seen Borat? Of course I've seen Borat. Uh, All I remember is, uh, you know, a disco dance and they do that dance. Because me and my brother do it all the time. Oh, icon. Icon. Great. She's my sister. She's number four prostitute in all of Kazakhstan. Nice. This is my mother. She oldest woman in all of Kusek. She is a 43. I love her. Picture this. You're engaged. You're about to go on your bucks. Can't. You can't picture it. You're about to go on your bucks party, babe. You and 30 friends. Mm-hmm. 30 friends, I know. So you say 30 friends is like a lot of friends. That's a lot of friends for your bucks party. Are on their way to Ibiza. Now, I'm calling it Ibiza, and if you call it Ibiza... I think you're an asshole in my books. Anyone who calls even Barcelona, Barcelona oh. is an asshole in my opinion. I also had people call it Barca. Barca. Be like, I'm just going to Barca. Mm, it's like when you're having a sandwich and someone who went to Barcelona for one month goes, mm, not as good as the one I had in Barcelona. Oh. Oh, the <laughs> no. sang- nothing beats the sangria I had over. Shut up. Had in Barcelona. You know what? I once had really good gelati on Ligon Street. You don't hear me bring it up. <laughs> Now picture this, you and 30 friends are on their bucks party, they're about to go to Ibiza, you get to the airport only to realise that the tickets are fake. (laughs) The tickets are fake, nothing's booked, and your bride-to-be has stolen all the money that your friends have raised for your bucks party. What do you do? Well, that's exactly what happened to this bloke, Chris, and his girlfriend, no fiance, <laughs> sorry, his girlfriend, Rachel. I... Rachel stole all the money. She had, she was planned, she was um, named treasurer of the Bucks party. Uh, Chris is a bit weird. I, to me, I wouldn't give my, my fiance the, the, I don't know, the task of planning oh, no. my, my Bucks party. But if I had to plan my husband's, like, um, Bucks, sorry, my fiance's Bucks party. I would probably just be like, oh, yeah, you can have a really great time and then just send them off to, like, I don't know, 
Nari Warren. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think of something. Yeah. Like that. And just like, mm, you're going to go do pottery for a week. No women allowed, just you and the boys doing pottery. Have right. fun. So essentially, let me just run down what happened. Yeah. So uh, she <laughs> Nari was... Warren. <laughs> Nari Warren. So this girl, Rachel, yeah. was in charge of um, organising this Bucks party for her fiancé and 30 of his friends. Mm-hmm. She collected money from all 30 yep. friends and promised to book flights and accommodation Which in a visa. Yeah. And she never did. She gave so, them fake flights flight information, fake tickets, and lied about the hotel. And they only realised when they got to the airport. I have so many questions about this. So was she planning on marrying this guy? She was. But how does she think she's going to get away with this? That's what I'm thinking. How did you – what point did you think I'm going to get away with this and no one's going to know? Yeah, and then we're all just – in a month's time, going to be my wedding, leaving happy family. Did you not realise that when they go to the airport, they're going to figure out there's no plane? So, yeah, what happened – I need some – what happened from this? So he uh, basically called the wedding off. Um, Chris, good on you, mate. Good on you. Look, I would have called the wedding off a lot earlier um, once I post the photo of what she looks like. because. You might okay. be being mean. I don't think I'm being mean. She, I, I mean, she's a bad person. Just I'm for context, before I show you, yeah. do you remember on Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when Violet ate the blueberry thing mm-hmm. and she turned into a blueberry? Mm-hmm. I think this woman ate a, a bad tomato. <laughs> <laughs> Pass me. <laughs> All right, hang on. Okay, let me, let me get it. Oh. Oh, right. Well, Chris is no oil painting himself. No, but we will post we'll post these photos on the gram so she you guys can join in. Looks um like the kind of woman that would do that. She looks like the type of woman who would sell Arbon, um, unique, Mary Kay, um, and lie about flight information. But she spent the eleven thousand pounds on herself and th- she thought she'd get away with it. And I'm here to tell you, bitch, you're not getting away. Your wedding's off. Yeah. And you narrowly avoided jail time. But what an asshole thing to do. This is well, your fiancé. posted on Facebook saying, well, words can't describe the pain and feelings that are playing with my head today. I totally want to apologise to all my fantastic mates that were going to celebrate what was supposed to be my stag do. I can't apologise enough. I'm sorry, boys. I really am. Poor guy. That's nice. It is. Well, at least he's got. At least he's done with her. Yeah. But that's such a psycho woman thing to do. It is. This high school sweethearts. That's even worse. I know. So, so they're probably known, yeah. really in love, and now not only has she made an absolute tit of herself, mm-hmm. but now, well, good luck finding somebody else. Not only are well, the world now knows what you look like, and everyone's going to be like, mm, "Screw that bitch! She just stole." Money from a fiance and set them pl- fake plane tickets. Something that I thought was a bit unusual about this story, though: mm. thirty friends with eleven thousand pounds. So they paid three hundred and sixty pounds each. Three hundred and sixty. Where were you going for three hundred and sixty pounds? Well, no, flights over there are like thirty dollars. True. I mean, it's a hop and skip over the sand, I guess. I think a friend of the part of Lauren Black wouldn't be an episode without her. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when she came to, I went flew to Israel and then she came with it. Her flights were so cheap; they were like eighty pounds or something ridiculous. Oh, oh. Yeah. It's because we live so flipping far away. We can't fly to Canberra I without spend breaking the bank. I know it's ridiculous. She's a gold digger. Way over town. That digs on me. Uh. She killed me, mom. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke. Bro. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke. Bro. Get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. Get down, 
Now, this is an extra special episode of the pod because we're adding in yet another What's Your Opinion piece. Woo-hoo. Studio audience. Woo. She's definitely Woo, yeah. All right, here we go. The article reads, Woman is stunned to meet her boyfriend in a restaurant years after being told he had died before his mum brings her up to complain that she had made a scene. That. Is, do you know what, though? That actually reminds me, one of the girls at work was telling me that one of the guys called up in regards to his, um, to, called a member and um, was like, oh, um, I'm look- Who is that? It's going to shut that off. Um, and it was, he said, um, oh, I'm just calling in regards to, first of all, he said, I'm looking for, let's just say Joe Blow. And he went, oh, actually, um. That's my friend and he's passed away. Mm. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just calling on behalf of your member. She went, oh, no, sorry, that's me. What's up? Uh, like he was pretending that he died. Before he even found out what it was, he just saw it was like a, a debt clicked or something. He said, I'm just going to say I'm dead. We did say earlier this episode that we are pro-euthanasia, but I don't think we're pro-lying about your death. No. No. Go the whole way or don't so, do it at all. So what happened to this girl? What, she just like ran into her boyfriend? Is this, is this the most elaborate way to break up with somebody? Let me give you some context. So okay. he uh, he owed her $1,000 and uh, instead of... is not worth your death. Exactly. He owed her $1,000 and owed two other people $2,700 combined. So it was $3,700 in the red. Oh, didn't want to pay, so then he faked his death, and his family went along with it as well. So Are you his, kidding me? His parents called this girl and said, "Look, he's he's dead. Um, he was murdered because he owed Bikey's money." No. How did he move away? What what did he do? I don't know, but I'll tell you right now that um, I've been there. Have you? So do you remember when we were younger, mm. we um, we made a fake uh, MySpace account for these, for people. Mm. And we were just having fun, just playing around. Yep. Well, I got to a point where I was so deep into it, I needed to get out of it quickly without anyone knowing. So I faked my death. It wasn't really you, was it though? No, it wasn't me. It was some random. But I faked her death. <laughs> How'd she die? Um, I don't remember. Oh, she was in a car accident. Poor thing. That's... Every time it's like when you watch that that MTV show Catfish, whenever they say something to the car accident, it's such an easy yeah. way. Like sometimes I would just like somebody to be like, oh no, she died in a meat meat mincer at work. Yeah, I was the catfish. What else I the catfish? I was the cat. Yeah, I was the cat. Yeah, no, so you're a catfish. I was the catfish, and I decided. Oh, I, do... I, I f- feel like half the world are catfish. Yeah, was... I'm always the first person to call up somebody being a catfish. True. I'm a good. I'm a good judge of character, especially when the character is fake. No, see, I just feel like if if somebody's like too good looking, mm-hmm. or like too perfect, I'm like, mm, nah, you're a catfish. Like Amy, there's just good people in the world. You don't like. I literally will just think every every time. Like every time I've been on like an online dating site, if a guy's like too good looking, I'm like, mm, no, you're a catfish. You're not real. Yeah. No, I do. There's little things that okay, guys. If you are online dating, mm-hmm. if you're on the apps, there are little things yep. that you can do to make sure that you're not being catfish. I've had. Uh, I've been asked if I was a catfish plenty of times. Love it. Well, there's a few things that I... I, love it. These are the things that I do. So the Mm -hmm. first thing is find out their name and their occupation and type that into Google with your city. And you'll find... Most likely you'll find that person or you'll find a LinkedIn profile or something to do with them, right? Yeah. You can also do a reverse image search. There's one app that I use called Big Eye. You You just screenshot their image, crop everything out until you just get their photo, drag that into Big Eye, and it will show you where else that photo is on the internet. Not only will you find out if that person's real, but you'll also find out 
that uh, you'll find that person's probably Instagram profile or Facebook profile, see, and you'll see other photos of them as well. I would to do that because um, I would say over so many times, and it's happened to me and a lot of girls I know, like my sister. Yeah, I I found profiles with my face on. I've even had people inbox me, like random people, and be like, "Hey, babe, just found this account. Is this you?" And I like, I look at it, and it'll be like. Sasha Fierce and there'll be like a photo of me from like 2016. Someone tried to catfish me with a dick pic and I caught them out on it because I looked at it and I thought, this seems a bit too good to be true. So I reversed it. We searched and found it on Tumblr and I was like, ha, gotcha. Who's putting dick pics on Tumblr? Well, I think that they, like, I don't know, they sent me a dick pic and I'm looking at it and I'm like, "Mm, this doesn't seem right. Also, dick pics are like the worst. I... Unsolicited dick pics, even solicited dick pics, then, then I, they are... Without, like, nobody, genitals are just really not good looking things. No. My idea of a dick pic would be like, send me a photo of your face smiling. Send me a photo of your teeth. That's like my version of a dick pic. Yeah. Because there's nothing better than a good set of teeth. If you smile in a photo, I'm going to get more revved up than I would if you sent me your penis. Oh, absolutely. There's a couple other things you can do as well. Um, I typically used to, when I was on the apps or when I was online dating, I would ask for a phone number straight away. Mm-hmm. And I would say something like, look, I, I don't, I, it's hard to mess on here or I'm not normally online what's your phone number and I'll message you when I'm available take that phone number put into Facebook most people have their phone numbers uh, attached to their Facebook profile and it'll come up with their profile I've done that when hiring people I've like stalked their phone number yeah I remember I um I received a resume once someone handed into a job that I had years ago mm. and the um the email address what? was like Cute underscore sexy underscore girl 69. Well, speaking of that, I once, um, my um, email address is really cute. Um, I, unfortunately, I only deleted it like last year as well. So I was rocking with the email address sexy underscore dumb one. <laughs> and when I say dumb, it was like dumb like one, like the number one. And I remember I messaged um, my boss, good friend of the pod, Brendan, um, he, he's going to love this story as well. So he, um, I text, I texted him and sexy underscore dumb one was my iMessage login, obviously. Mm. And I just turned iMessage back on, not realizing that I was going to send my messages from this. So my boss has sent me like a professional message and I've responded. All I get back was who's sexy underscore dumb one. I died, especially because Brendan's the kind of person that for then for like the rest of our working relationship was calling me sexy underscore dumb one. Oh no. Yeah. Well, well, back to the woman whose her boyfriend faked his death. Have you, what's like an excuse that you've done to get out of something that you needed to do? Um, you go first. I'm going to need time. Well, I, well, my one was I like when I was catfishing, I faked my death. I think I've told somebody that my dad um, was like captured or something extreme, so I didn't. Have well, to... he probably was. He lives I mean, in yeah, yeah. <laughs> in his he lives in a war probably zone. Probably not that far off the truth. He probably was. Yeah, yeah. I've I, I would I wouldn't necessarily. I'm, I'm pretty honest. Yeah, so am I. If I I'm d- a really bad liar. Yeah, it's like it's like I, if I didn't like somebody, I would just tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think it's really cruel to drag somebody out if you don't have the best intentions. The same with like cheating. Don't cheat on somebody. Just dump them before you do that. Yeah. Like, well, what's the, what's the point? You're gonna get you're gonna have sex with this person or like A and B. It's gonna be the same. Yeah, I mean, true. It's not, but you get what I mean. Like, I just don't. I, if I if I really wanted to, and if I wanted to break up my girlfriend and didn't, I'd just break up with her and be like, I ain't giving you the thousand dollars. I ain't gonna go fake my death. 
It's only a thousand dollars. You didn't need to fake your death over this. Yeah, you'd fake your death you over like even, a million. A thousand dollars is not worth your death. That's you so much even, effort. You didn't even need to go and judge Judy for go that. Go get a nimble loan. Yeah, nimble loan. Yeah. Nimble loan should sponsor us. We talk about it far too much. I know. episode of this podcast if I wasn't incorrectly pronouncing someone's name. We should just do a segment where people send us their unusual names and we pr- try to pronounce them. I'll be fine. That's a good one. I mean, I'll be fine. I'm multilingual. Um, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even just lingual. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this week's story is of um, a South Korean. <laughs> What's her name? Um, did you say I literally read my notes and went, mm, her name is In Young You. Oh, that's pretty easy. In Young You. In Young You. Oh, that's nice. Um, it's different. Yeah, it's nice. It's different. It's unusual. So this poor student, Alexander Ertula, um, was he took his own life um, on May 20 this year after his girlfriend, In Young You, basically belittled him and forced him. So she's been now being charged with involuntary manslaughter. Yeah. Um, and the US um, district attorney announced that they were going to prosecute her for the matter mm-hmm. and they were going to bring her back. So what's really sad about this story is um, not only did this poor boy put up with so much abuse for so long, but his family actually flew down um, to Boston to watch him graduate that morning so he was due to graduate at 10 a.m by 8 30 that morning he had committed suicide (gasps) so in the final two months of their relationship uh, the district attorney said that the young college couple had exchanged more than seventy four thousand texts and miss you was responsible for more than forty seven thousand of them thousands of them were miss you explicitly telling her boyfriend to go die and the district attorney said that she was comfortable to say thousands of times actually hundreds of times certainly um, that in these texts she actually did say, I need you to go kill yourself, et cetera, et cetera. There needs to be more than this, more to this. Well, so she also was physically and verbally and psychologically abusive towards Miss Atula during the 18-month investigation. She was also tracking his phone and the morning where he committed suicide, she was present on that garage. So he, he jumped off a garage uh-huh. and the, they... Her GPS has put her at the scene. So she was there essentially with him when he jumped and took his own life. It was just one big game of Tiggy. He didn't want to get tagged, so he jumped. I can't. I can't with with the facial expression I just gave Stephen. Like, oh, my God, you can't. Um, So she, yeah, so not only was she abusive, but she used to manipulate him with, like, threats of self-harm. And um, it's... So she would, that was how she would control him. So she'd be like, come here and do this. I'm going to kill, I'm, I'm going to hurt myself. And because he was such a nice boy, he was like, okay. Um, but she also found that she was aware of his spiraling depression and suicidal thoughts. And that was, and that she knew that it was brought on by her abuse, but she continued doing it. Do you think that is murder or not? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think it, I don't know. I don't think it's murder. Um, 
I don't think it's going to be an episode of how to get away with murder. Um, I think that it's, there's another word for it. It's like involuntary manslaughter or something like that. I don't think that she, I don't think that she meant for him to, well, I think that she did mean for him to kill himself. She said it. Well, yeah. She said, go kill yourself. And he said, radio, radio, watch me. Mm. And I think you can't keep, it's like the same way that I don't think, uh, when people are battered and they cop a lot of abuse and they then turn around and murder, their partner because they've just dealt with years and years of abuse. I don't personally think that's murder either. See, that's tricky because technically well, I, mean, te- I would say that it is murder, but then you can look at it from the other person's perspective and say, well, I had no choice. This is yeah. self-defense. And I needed do- to get away. Well, you don't feel like you have a choice as well because you're sort of just like drowning um, you know, and you sort of feel like you can't ex- like escape. So, for instance, I had a, a boyfriend um, in the past and he was incredibly abusive, not uh, the physical sense. I wouldn't like rock up with a black eye, which mean, and which is usually the stress sign, but he was not only was he mentally abusive, he was incredibly manipulative and he was also sexually abusive towards me. And um, this is getting really deep on the pod suddenly. So full. I did um, not know this. Yeah. So I would like wake up in the middle of the night and he'd be on top of me. So I was asleep. I couldn't consent. Oh. Um, so I would also, he would also put me down a lot. And like if I would get up, like one time he called me stupid and he said I could, I wouldn't enjoy something because I wasn't intellectually smart enough to understand it. Mm-hmm. And then when I got upset by it and I was like, are you going to apologize? He left my house and broke up with me via text. I was like, "You're just too dramatic. I can't deal with this." Like he, that's what. And so then he, I, he had almost trained me in my mind to go, "Okay." So when he would do something wrong, I would be like, "No, no, no, it's fine." Because I knew that if I, if I got up, he's like, I, I doubted myself, and I was like, "Maybe I am dramatic," which isn't the case. He was just, it was his way of the highway, and he used to say to me, "You've got to learn to deal with how to deal with me, Amy." And he would, yeah, he'd break up with me all the time. So then I'd go and like he, he you diminish, like my self-worth was like sort of diminished to the point where I was like, okay, like I'm sorry, I won't get upset ever again. I promise I won't cry. Like if you call me dumb, I'll just accept it. And that's like not how it's meant to be. But a lot of people didn't know that as well because you just don't, like you're not obviously not going to be like that when you're around other people. You're going to put on this facade like everything's fine and it's normal because you're so sort of sucked into it and that's just how like you accept that that's what how life is gonna be like my like friend of the pod lauren she was really the only person who saw it because she came away with us so she was around it for an extended period of time and her and her fiance her now fiance sean they're both like they're the only people and so like when you and the rest of them are like be nice to him and lauren's like absolutely do not because he was just horrible to me like i i just i have no interest in ever seeing him He's sent me countless messages how he feels guilty about what he did, but there's absolutely no way that you can justify putting somebody down to control them and making them bend around yourself. I had no idea. Mm. See, I'm, I have a different sort of mindset. I'm very cutthroat when it comes mm-hmm. to things like this. Yeah. Well, not even things like this, just things in general. I'm very cutthroat when it comes to my friends and my relationships. And I'm the type of person where if you piss me off... I won't start an argument. I'll just go. I'll just. I'll just go away. Mm-hmm. I'll just make you're cut off. I'm not going to acknowledge it. I'm not going to talk to you. And I'm going to make sure no one else talks to you as well, because that's. I don't know. I just. I don't have the energy. When I was younger, I would start trouble, um, and I would. I would be a little bitch, mm-hmm. and I'd be a little troublemaker. 
But now I just sort of think, oh, go See, away and that's that. I, that's it. You know what I mean? Just I, I, I cut people off. I cut people out straight away. See, I um, I would when I was around when he was around me, I used to just look at him and just go, "When are you going to leave? When are you going to leave? Like how long until you're not like?" I would wake up, look at him, be like, "Oh my god, can you leave my house already?" And he when he would break up with me all those times, like he once broke up with me because um, friend of the pod, Lauren. Um, every episode, every episode, Lauren, you, get um, a, you get a shout Lauren, out. Lauren, she lives in London for some context and but she she's was here down. in like three days. Yeah, she's I'm so excited. Um, she'll come on the pod, don't worry. Um, she was here and so I was spending time with her and he'd called me three times that day and I didn't answer. So he would call me if he was like walking to the supermarket. He would call me if he was cooking dinner because he always wanted to talk to me. Like, and that was the sort of control that he had. He was constantly on the phone to me. And then when I didn't answer one day, I would get a message being like, as usual, you don't answer my calls. Do we even talk? What is this? And he would change, wanted me to quit my job because I worked on a Saturday and that wasn't convenient for his um, his way, like he wanted to, he wanted to do things with me on a Saturday, and I was like, "Well, I have a job, like I can't do that." And the t- last time when he broke up with me, when I finally went, "Hold!" Like I'd been wanting to break up with him for ages, but I sort of just, again, like you, lo- like you lose your self worth, and you sort of don't think you're worth anything better. And then when I finally changed that, and he, the last time that was when he broke up with me, he's like, "You didn't answer my phone call. Um, I just don't think this is going to work." And I went, "Okay, cool, yeah, brilliant, bye." And I was so happy because I was like, I'm free. And then he kept calling me again. I was like, oh, actually not because he used to break up with me as a way of controlling me. And then when I didn't come running back and I was like, actually, no, thank you, was when he couldn't handle it. So he started like chasing me again. So it's like one of those things that like as though you want to cut them off and I would look at him and be like, I hate you, get away from me. You're so powerless to do so, which is why I think this poor boy has also – he's obviously – the kind of person who couldn't harm another person, like he's really so sweet that he wasn't going to hurt this poor, this, this girl because he obviously loved her so much that he took the other way and took his own life instead, which I think is the most the saddest part about it. Yeah. Because there's a family who's now lost their son and this, this girl has gone back to South Korea. They're trying to get her to voluntarily come back, which she just said 19 hours ago that she would do. Oh, really? Whether or not she does that. Um, but the US is actively trying to... Um, extradite her back into um, America to prosecute her for his death. And I think they absolutely should. As much as I hate myself saying this, but America mm-hmm. has its own issues. They have so many issues. And they don't need to bring another issue in. Yeah. In the in the name of, what's her name? Um, in, in you. Ertala? In young you. In young you. Yeah. I don't think they need to bring another problem into the country. Well, yeah, but then you also don't want to get away in... with it, do you? Yeah, I know, but. What do you do, honestly? Somebody needs to pay for this poor boy's death. And do you know what I think is the saddest thing? He was so good looking. Yeah, I'm looking at a photo right now. He's How hot is he? Yeah, he's, and he's, he's smart too. Yeah, and I saw that and I was like, oh, God, if only I was in America. I would have treated you right. I would have told you how much of a – you weren't just a snack. You're a whole meal. <laughs>
Now, I, we've obviously just um, finished recording. Like, well, not recording, but I've thought of something. And I really want this story because I haven't heard it. And so, Stephen, a few weeks ago, you told me that you got yelled at by a stranger. And I'm really interested to hear it. And I feel like it might be good enough. It might be good for to hear on this. Well, babe, it happened again. I live, I live in Truac. The people who live in my area are let's say entitled, mm-hmm. and they like to give their opinion. And you know what I say? If you've got an opinion, get a podcast. Yeah, exactly. Get a podcast. Now, I walk the dog, a beautiful little Valentino. I've got an Italian greyhound. I'll put a photo of him on the pod because he's just gorgeous. I walk him most days for about an hour or so, and I tie him up. Um, I have a little routine. I walk down I t- to the Trek village. I tie him up on the street, and then I get my coffee, and then I pick him up when we go on our walk. A couple days mm-hmm. ago, yep. I untie him and some woman goes, you shouldn't tie him up. He's uh, he's nervous and he's petrified. And I said, oh, no, he, he's fine. Because the dog doesn't like it when people touch him. Mm-hmm. He's so beautiful. People go up to him like, oh, wow, what a beautiful dog. Let me pat him. And Valentino's like, uh-uh, you, I don't want to – you don't touch me. Yeah, your dog – You're probably from Paran. Yeah. I don't want you to touch me. I live in Turak. I mean, I can touch your dog, but I, I, it's like a pat and he'll yeah, come he up and jump on you. But, but he's shy. He's still not like – like my dog, Kevin, you have no option but to touch him. Yeah. Like he's getting in your grill. Yeah, Valentino's – yeah, he's a bit shyer, yeah, which is ironic is. that you're yeah. his – owner exactly so this woman says you shouldn't tie him up because he's nervous and he's petrified i said oh no no he's he's fine and she goes no he's not look how scared he is and i said uh, i didn't want to say anything so i'm just like yeah yeah no don't don't worry he's fine he's fine he's fine and then she started asking me questions about him like oh is it a whippet oh shut up shut it we're not friends I'm like, yeah, righty go, okay, goodbye. And this I is really away. okay. This is really off topic, and I only got told this story today. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm going to share it because, um, as she calls herself, best friend of the pod, Courtney, mm-hmm. messaged me before, and she was randomly like, um, she's like, I think you'd enjoy this. So Courtney, um, is a crazy cat lady and a crazy dog lady. She's just a crazy animal lady. So she went to the supermarket to go buy her cat some cat treats, and there was this man. And so he was, she said that he was sitting in the way, but not fully in the way. Like, so she just stood next to him while she looked at all the best options for her cat treats. Yeah. And he just turns around and goes, what's your cat's name? Oh, that's cute. And then she went, that's oh. That's nice. And then she went, oh, Rafiki. And he went, oh, that's oh, a weird that's name. Nice. And that's she's nice like, name. oh, okay. Well, cool. And then so she went, and then she was like, and then there was an awkward silence. So she went, what's your cat's name? <laughs> and then he said it. And then he starts telling her about how he's had his cat for 12 years and it's got all these problems. And then she's like, okay, and tries to get her treats and walks away. And he's like, I'll show you some photos. Oh, I'm, I'm all for it. And then got her, his phone out and started showing her photos of three different cats that he had. That's gorgeous. And then as she like, she was like, okay, I need to go. Like this has been 15 minutes that I've been talking to this man about his fucking cat. And then as she tried to go, he was like, oh, well, have a good day. <laughs> Like and she and then she was like Amy, he didn't buy any cat treats. I dead set think he was just standing there, oh, waiting in, for someone, waiting to, for talk someone to, to walk up cat. to talk to him about his cat. Oh, that's gorgeous. Like he was just hunting the aisle. That's beautiful. That's a bit of unsolicited advice. Well, it's not advice. It's more of a story, isn't it? Well, back to my story. Mm-hmm. I get yelled at on a daily basis. Do you? Yeah, absolutely. And it's always when I'm walking the dog. Someone else, I'm crossing the street and I put a collar on him. I don't put a harness on him. But yep. it's an embarrassing story. I was sitting in front of Cartier on Collins Street with the dog and I, I was having a cigarette. I think you've told this story and your dog ran away. Maybe. I was having, well, I didn't notice, but I was having a cigarette. And then um, this woman walks past and says, oh, excuse me, I think your dog's gotten out of its harness. And I'm like, oh, shit. And I sort of put him back together. And they said, uh, she goes, what's his name? And I said, Valentino. And he goes, oh, you should have called him Houdini. 
And I'm like, do you think this is a joke? <laughs> like, do you think this is funny? I quite like that. Yeah. So one moment I'm walking and I've got him, I've got, I use a collar on him. And when the lights, he's very good. When mm-hmm. the light's red, he stops. And when the light's green, he starts walking. But he like starts running across the street. He wants to get across the street as fast as possible. So he pulls on the lead. And someone goes, you should use a harness. You're choking him. And I'm like, who are you? Are you a vet? Yeah. Are you my mother? Are you Dr. Are you, Chris Brown? Who are Dr. you? Dr. Harry? Who are you? I'm so against unsolicited advice. If I didn't ask for your advice, don't give it to me. Exactly. I don't like, no, don't give me advice. When our first couple episodes of the pod came out, yeah, I'll admit the sound quality was a bit average, but it's not up to you to tell me. We yeah. knew. We yeah. know the sound quality's shocking. Yeah. You don't have to get up at our grill and tell us. You start your own podcast. It's not a bit, it's not easy pickings. Exactly. And look how far we've come. Exactly. I, I hate, um, I've particular, particularly like with makeup, if someone's like, oh, you're wearing too much. Like, bitch, shut up. Let me wear as much highlighter as I want to. Exactly. Someone comes to me and goes, oh, I love your hair, but I would do it like this. No, I, Yeah, no, I did won't. not ask you. I didn't ask you. For your opinion. Although I'm like, mm. No, I feel like you'd look better if you had dark hair. Although I wasn't asking you how to look better, and trust me, I don't. Although mm-hmm. I did do this once, and I feel really, really bad about it. To this day, I still feel bad about it. But you were there at the time. Oh God, what? When we were going out one night, and I asked one of our friends if I could do her hair because oh, I didn't like it, oh, yeah. and, and she, she turned just around to me and said, "Oh no, it took a long time to do." And in my head, I thought. I thought you just got out of the shower. I remember that. But she had spent time you, doing you, it. you, you, oh, oh, just keep the I just there. like to make my. You face have look given great. all. If anyone, if I know anyone that's given me unsolicited advice, it's you. I like. I care about you. That's why. You, <laughs> I care. I've like walked in and you've looked at me and gone, hmm. What's what's going on here, Amy? And you just like looked me up and down and finger pointed. Mm, what did you come as? Yeah, but I feel like you can. If a stranger came up to me and said to me, oh, I once was going to a 21st and this is when I went through that phase where I was like a bit, I don't know, I would say a bit gothic, but I was just like a bit try hard um, emo You're chic. Trendy, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was going to a 21st and the guy was like, oh, so is a theme party. What are you, what, what, what's, what's the theme? <laughs> and I did say so it was like, it's, it's not a theme. This is, it's just a. 21st and this is just how I dress. Oh my god. Unsolicited. A friend of the pod um Taylor, she just she had you read it as well cuz she saw her Facebook status when a lady came in oh, yeah, to her work and she said, "Oh, it's so good to see women um see that they've hired women girls your size. Every time I come in here, the girls are always so thin." Taylor works at Sports Girl, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Taylor's one of those girls and I feel, I feel like it's a really positive thing how she always shares those comments because it kind of normalises for other girls who do cop it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's just a horrible thing. Don't sit there. Like if you've got the opinion, don't. Sam, don't ask a girl if she's pregnant ever unless she's nine months pregnant and about to pop. Exactly. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. You got an opinion? Mm-hmm. Get, get a, a podcast. podcast. Okay, guys. So I feel like that's all we've got for tonight. Um, and of the week, really. I think so. Yeah, if you yeah, if you want to become a friend of the pod, jump in on Instagram and follow us. It's at the Opinionated Pod. Uh, we'll be posting photos and memes to go with this week's episode throughout Woo-hoo. the week. Get excited. Um, and yeah, I think that's all, guys. We re- I would like to say as well, if you are on iTunes, please press subscribe and rate us five stars. It really does help us. Yeah. If you're on Spotify, press follow. If you're on wherever you listen to, do whatever they want. Um, whatever you like to help us, I guess. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Okay, guys. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Woo woo. Can't wait to see all of you guys wearing lingerie and some blood. Oh my God, so scary. Mm-hmm. Stop it. All right, it's guys. I'm too scared. <laughs> see oh you my, later. So scary.